Keys to the City podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. The new look Keys to the City. Thank you to my boy, Cliff Malorm of the Kitchen Studios, a.k.a. Producer Scoops. Also, big shout out to Zach LaPlante. Eden Aguirre and Joseph Aguirre from Clovercrest Media for creating this brand new look for Keys to the City. And also another special shout out to a certain person that did have a part in this intro song. So I greatly appreciate all of the contributors to the brand new Keys to the City look. Ted, when we think about when we think about dreams, bucket list type stuff, when we think of like in the sense of artists musicians, movie stars, people dream about going to the Oscars. Maybe for some cooks. Just think, just listen, hear me out. You don't have to roll your eyes. When you think of cooks, you think about maybe meeting like a Bobby Flay. That's like a bucket list material. Well, for sports fans, there's only one thing to me that comes to mind for a bucket list material. And that is game seven, the two best words in all the sports. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, I was back in the 305 once again, for a Game 7 to witness, I mean, like I said, it's bucket list material, dreams come true, and I got to see in Game 2, it was a blowout, wasn't a game that I was expecting, but then I got a chance to go to Game 7, and it lived up to expectations. The series, unfortunately, comes to an end because these are two teams that literally gave it all they had for these seven games, and the Boston Celtics are now the Eastern Conference champions taking on the Golden State Warriors. So, Ted, to me, overall, it was just an amazing experience. Again, I was there for two of the home, four home games of the Miami Heat. I was there for two of the of overall game seven series between the Boston Celtics and Miami Heat. It was a dream come true. It was unbelievable. But now we are past the conference finals, and we are here now to discuss. We are down to two teams. One on the East Coast, one on the West Coast. No point attended, but literally, the Golden State Warriors in California, the Boston Celtics out in Boston. So, Ted, let's dig right into it with this series. This is an incredible matchup on so many occasions. The stars, the type of game plans, the coaching, the storylines of this series, is they're very similar type teams in the sense of, how these teams have become, well, let's be honest, the Warriors have become this dynasty. The Celtics looking like they're trying to get to this new point in time and trying to get over the hump and win a title. But the way that these two teams, their strengths, the way that they got here, that's the first question to you. Yes, this is an NBA Finals 2022 preview. So, Ted, which team strength to you will be the difference. Is it the Warriors' up-tempo offense, or is it that Celtics' tenacious defense that has been making teams throughout this entire postseason on the Eastern Conference very, very uncomfortable? Well, you see, here's the thing. We look at this. We look at Golden State as such an up-tempo, high-scoring team, but we, we don't realize that they're the number-rated two defense in all the NBA. Yeah. The number one were the Celtics. If you look at the four teams that made the conference finals, Dallas was seven, Miami was – Miami was four, Boston was one, and Golden State was two. We forget because we think Klay Thompson, we think we think Stephen Curry, we think Jordan Poole, we think Splash Brothers, we think run and gun, 50 points a game, we don't play defense. 
It's actually not really that true. What really gets the Warriors going is their defense. So the way I'd phrase this question is what defense is really going to impose their will on either team? You know, the Celtics like to play. See, I would put this way, Trev. Here's the other thing. The Celtics are the best when they play up-tempo. I thought when they when they were playing fast breaks, up-tempo, taking it to Miami, yeah. that's when they were the best at. Miami wasn't able to get back in transition. Celtics were able to take advantage, two-on-one, three-on-twos, hit the threes, easy layups, take care of easy buckets. That's what it is. You want easy buckets. How many buckets can you get easy? Because you know these teams, especially these two teams, play such great defense. You look at guys like Draymond Green, Grant Williams, Robert Williams, Al Horford, Tatum Brown, Marcus Smart, who's the defensive player of the year. Clay Thompson before his ACL was one of the top defenders in this league. So what defense is really going to be able to impose their will would be my more of my question. I think if 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 we're if we're really talking about this question, it's how does I would say the Celtics play more of a physical type defense, right? They like to get up in your grill. They like to play physical. They like to kind of wear on you. You could tell it wore on Giannis, especially not having Middleton in that series in the second round, the third round. I thought Jimmy Butler, you know, he did everything he could, but he looked worn out. He really needed a number two. Never got that. So this is this is this is going to be a great series. I think this is the best series that we could see. And if you think about since Steve Kerr has taken over for Golden State, their their kryptonite is the Boston Celtics. The Boston yep. Celtics have a winning record against Golden State since Steve Kerr has been the Golden State Warriors. So I don't know what to make of it. I think the biggest thing what I would say is can Marcus Smart be physical enough against Steph Curry, keep him from that explosive 30-point game? Because that's the thing. I don't think there's any – we talk about great players, right? We've never seen a player of Steph Curry's caliber where he seems to take over a game in a minute and 30 seconds. Like, I know Jordan was great and he does his thing, but you watch Steph Curry in a in a blink of an eye, it's a 9-0 run, and next thing you know, you go from down 2 to down 11 or up 2 and down 9. You know what yeah. I mean? It's that quick. Yeah. And, and the Celtics got to keep Golden State from having those big runs because that's really where Golden State takes advantage. But I think the series is going to be phenomenal. I'm just saying it again. I'm repeating myself. It's what defense is going to impose a will because these are the two best defensive teams. This is the first team, first time since 1996 that we're going to have the two best defensive teams face off in the NBA Finals. That was the Chicago Bulls versus the Seattle Supersonics with Gary Payton and Sean Kemp. Yeah, so speaking of that finals, little, little uh, tidbit notes right here. The Celtics, zero games of experience, finals experience, I should say, and the Warriors have 123 overall. Last time this has happened since 1997, Bulls and Jazz, third time overall. And this was actually a finals matchup back in 1964, so a 58-year rematch. I can't help but think about this series in the sense of how this compares to me to the 2008 NBA Finals. There was a team out in LA called the Los Angeles Lakers who were dominant that year, led by the MVP Kobe Bryant at the time. And then you had this Boston Celtic team with the new look, big three, big four, I guess you can say. And the reason why I say this is very comparable, I'm just going to read you off the runs, the playoff runs that these two teams had, the Lakers and Celtics. And I'm going to compare it to how the Warriors and Celtics run. So the Lakers' 2008 run was a first-round sweep of the Nuggets. Their toughest series was a six-game series with Utah in the second round. Then they beat the Spurs in five. 
The Celtics run that year was a seven-game series with the Hawks, seven-game series with the Cavs, and a six-game series with the Pistons. Go back to go come to 2022. First full circle, the Golden State Warriors. First round was five games against the Nuggets. Second round, six games against the Memphis Grizzlies. Third round was five games against the Dallas Mavericks. Boston Celtics, yes, they swept the Brooklyn Nets in the first round, but that was a tough four-game series no matter what anybody wants to say. Second round against Milwaukee, Giannis, seven-game series, and then most recently a seven-game series. And this is this is why I'm talking about this. People have been kind of just like, oh, Golden State's going to win this series. The Dub Nation, they're just going to reclaim top top spot again, top prize, they'll be fine. You no think Think people listen, are saying that, but listen, yes, I do. I've been reading a lot of this, and what people are saying, dubs are gonna win, dubs are gonna take care of business. Me personally, I think with this with the postseason run that the Boston Celtics have had, going through ups and downs, playing a talent, one of the most talented teams in all the NBA and the Brooklyn Nets. And then you're going against a seven-game series against the defending champs, led by the best player in the world, and then you're going to another seven-game series against the number one seed. These are all games that they had to deal with adversity at times. The Golden State Warriors, let's be honest, they kind of went through the Western Conference like it was a piece of cake, like the Los Angeles Lakers. It wasn't, so that, that, piece, it wasn't that piece of cake. I mean, you beat up Denver. That was that was a piece of cake series. Nobody, they, they couldn't stop you. So let's Also, this is the thing, too. All three of the teams that the Golden State Warriors have played, they haven't played a defense like this Boston Celtic team. Like it, the Golden State, when when the Brooklyn Nets played against the Boston Celtics, Kyrie Irving and especially KD Kevin Durant was almost at times nowhere to be found. Giannis he did his thing, but everybody else for majority of that series was nowhere to be found. And then the Miami Heat, other than Jimmy Butler, a lot of those players were nowhere to be found. This is what this defense brings. This is what this coaching staff brings. They have an identity. They have a culture. And that's why they're in a situation where they are four games away from winning a championship. So for everybody that's doubting this Boston Celtic team, and I know I'm a Laker fan and people are going to be like, oh, why are you rooting? I'm not rooting for the Boston Celtics. I just truly believe this is the best team in the NBA. And I said this a couple weeks ago, that they were going to win the NBA championship. And I still believe that to this day. They are going to win the NBA championship. They have dealt with adversity throughout this entire season. We got to think about this. In January 6th, Ted, the Boston Celtics were 18 and 21. They were 11th overall in the Eastern Conference. Do you want to know what the Golden State Warriors were the first 20 games of the season? They were 18 and 2. So they've been kind of breezing through. I know they didn't have Clay, Jordan Poole at times this season, Wiseman, but they kind of been breezing through this Western Conference. And everybody will be saying, what about the Suns? They were the best team in the league. I get that. But Golden State always stayed under the radar and kind of just took care of business like they have been the yeah, best. Yeah, but see, here's the like thing. Golden State has – hold on. You're totally knocking the Golden State. They had to deal with adversity all year. Hold on. Clay Thompson had a miss. Yeah, just let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. All I was going to say is I am not knocking the Golden State Warriors. I just do not believe that many people are giving this Boston Celtics team the chance. Well, they're yes, idiots. Yes, idiot. I know, but the Celtics I, team is more deserving to be but here. You are play, I know. You're playing a team that has been here many of times. They're going for their fourth championship in the past six years. So six to eight years, they've been dominated. past ten years, they've dominated, dominated the NBA. And now you got the new kids on the block, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Al Horford and company. Celtics have this, their chances. This core – well, guess what? 
They're here now. I know they had their chances, but they were young. They were inexperienced. They were immature, and they couldn't get over the hump. They have finally found their identity. Maybe it's because of their coach, who, who is a guy that not many people gave a chance with either. And look at how they have all progressed throughout this entire season. This was a team that we all thought were going to break up Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. We're talking about the same team that's four games away from an NBA championship. So the team strength, well, the difference well, here's, well, here's would the thing. be would, this Celtics Would the Celtics defense. be here if Chris Middleton was healthy? Would the Celtics be here if Tyler Hero and Miami and Kyle right. Lowry didn't have hamstring? Listen, the Celtics could, took care of business. I'm not knocking the Celtics. I'm not jumping down. The injuries are Celtics, part of the game. Exactly. Part of the game, got to win what you had to do. They dealt with their own injuries, the Celtics. But I think you're also knocking off Golden State when you understand that Klay Thompson missed the first half of the season. Wiseman's been out for the whole season. Steph Curry missed two, the last two months of the season because, if you remember, Marcus Smart hurt Curry diving for a loose ball and ankle, and that's when Steve Kerr called out Marcus Smart. Also, Draymond Green missed multiple games. I think it was 20-plus games during the season. So this Golden State team team really hasn't been hasn't come together until the playoffs. Curry missed two months. Draymond Green missed over a month and a half, two minutes during the – Clay Thompson missed the first half. Wiseman's been out for the whole season. Iguodala has missed all the playoffs. Gary Payton the second has missed the last two series, who's been a vital role defensively on that team. So this team by itself has not played together all season long. So this isn't a gel th – they've come together in the playoffs. Now, you are right. Denver took care of, care of Denver because they had no one. And Jokic and no one else. I think if Jamal Murray's here, maybe that's a different series. And um, oh my God, yeah. I draw a blank. Michael Porter and Michael Porter Jr. He's out, so they took care of business. In Denver second round, Memphis. John Moran missed the last two games. Memphis had their chances to make that a series. Couldn't capitalize. They're a young team. Golden yeah. State took advantage. Third series, you were dumb enough to think the Dallas Mavericks were going to have a chance against that series. I knew they had no chance. They didn't have the pieces. They went into a well, a gunfight with a knife, okay? They had one good guy, and that was Luca. The rest of the guys couldn't hold up their end of the bargain. But here's the thing. You were right. Golden State, they've been here six of the last eight times in the NBA Finals. They have all the experience in the world, right? Steve Kerr, one of the best coaches. Draymond, Ger Kerr, uh, Draymond Green, Kerr, Clay Thompson. Draymond. The core the core four, the coach with the three big players, Draymond, Clay, Curry, and Draymond. They and Oh, and Igor Dawa, too, we got to mention. He's part of that team. He's part of that core. He was the MVP Finals in the first year. They have a lot to prove, right? They won the NBA Finals early in the career. Then Kevin Durant comes in. They win two titles with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant win. Now it's can Curry win? Can this team win it? Are they good enough? Because if you look at Stephen Curry's career numbers in the NBA Finals, they're not that great. You would think a guy who's a two-time MVP, a unanimous MVP guy who just won the conference finals again, would have an MVP in his belt, but he don't have an MVP in his belt. Now the Celtics. This is a team that has no experience in the NBA Finals. None. No coach, no player, no nothing. But they got heart. They got desire. They've been in the Eastern Conference Finals multiple times. Who will handle the bright, the lights brighter? Can the Celtics handle the lights brighter? Or will Golden State and the Warriors take care of advantage? It's, it's a fascinating series because I think when you look at this series – in multiple parts, I mean, you got the coaches, you got the players. I mean, you got Stephen Curry. If he wins a title, what does that do for his legacy? You know, we used to get in these arguments with Uncle Jerry. Oh, his legacy is cemented. Yeah, we understand it, but it's not told. The cement hasn't sealed yet. All right, it hasn't fully hardened. You can still fingerprint and do what you want and mold it a little bit. If he adds another title and he adds an MVP, Finals MVP, where does Stephen Curry go into the history books? 
as one of the best point guards, as one of the best NBA players of all time. Where does his legacy go? Where does Draymond Green's legacy go? Where does Steve Kerr's legacy go that he would add another title? Then you go to the other side, Boston Celtics. Trev, I listen, I get it. You're a Laker fan. Tatum's your boy. Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, the core three. Al Horford's never been here. He's got the most wins, not being in an NBA Finals. I mean, here's a golden opportunity for the Boston Celtics. Can they capitalize on this opportunity? Gut instant says, no way. Golden State's been here before. They know how to handle the situation. They've had over a week of rest compared to the, to, to the Celtics. I also think of this, too. The Warriors can match them depth for depth. They have the pieces to pull off the bench. All right? They have, they have enough guys. I think what makes them di- – so dangerous is now Jordan Poole has become a star, not a superstar, a star in the making. You know, can Gary Payton Jr., can he come back in this series? You know what I mean? Does Eagle Dowell participate? Because these are, all these guys are key components of this team, and this is what has made this Golden State Warrior team fascinating because it also – here's the other thing. If they win this title, you have to call them a dynasty. They were – during Kevin Durant, before Kevin Durant, during Kevin Durant and after Kevin Durant. And a lot I mean, of people only say Golden State was great is because of I Kevin mean, the Durant. easy answer, to be honest, would be the Boston Celtics, obviously because of the sense of the conference. Wait, more? I mean, the easy – yeah. The I easy think Golden State needs this more. Be, the easy answer would be Boston just because of the, the conference they're in. And you know Golden that – Golden State. Look, you know that Golden – you know that Brooklyn is going to have a new look next year. You, you know that Milwaukee is going to have a new look. The Miami Heat, the Philadelphia 76ers, Golden State can only add to it. They can only add to their legacy and this little 10 year. Yeah, but that's where you cement your legacy. I I know. I think the the Western Conference is going to be loaded. You know, Dallas is going to reload. You know, Denver is going to get their two stars back. All right. What do the Lakers do in the offseason? Phoenix isn't going anywhere. All right. This is an, Memphis should be better, especially after the the year they had this year. The Clippers, with their two stars next year, will be better. I just think if you're talking who needs it more, I would say, well, who does it help more? Does it help the Celtics and Jason Tatum, or does it help the legacy of the Golden State Warriors and their big three? I think the legacy speaks more volume than having the first title, but I understand where you're coming from. I was just disagreeing a little bit on what your your philosophy and thought process was of who needs it more. But you are right. They both need it, right? You want to be a champion. You don't want to be the Charles Barkley. You don't want to be the Carl Malones and John Stockton's who get one opportunity and never get it. I mean, we talk about the great players. I mean, think about Patrick Ewens and Carl Malone and Charles Barkley. What's the one thing they always talk about, Trev? Got to have rings. They don't have the rings. All you need is one. It's a difference between talking about Dan Marino as a top three quarterback of all time or Jim Kelly as a top 10 quarterback. I mean, Jim Kelly is probably already a top 10 quarterback, but can you imagine if you have a ring? Charles Barkley, who's one of the greatest big men, power forwards in the game, in the history of the NBA, he never had a championship. I mean, Golden State can only add to this legacy and this dynasty, their little version of a dynasty that's been going on. And I, I, I think the biggest thing is, I think the one player that who needs to win the most out of any player in this entire series, I think it's the obvious. I know it's it's Captain Obvious, but it is Steph Curry. Just because of the fact that, look, yes, he's got three titles. But two of those titles, no matter what anybody wants to say, no matter how many people want to ridicule him, a big part of it 
probably the reason why they are a three time why he is a three time champion is because of the guy that's playing in Brooklyn named Kevin Durant. And I know nobody wants to hear that, but ladies and gentlemen, it's kind of the truth. It, he was the best player on the court. He that. was the yes, even when he was playing LeBron, Kevin Durant was the best player on that court. And it was the ultimate deciding factor as to why the Golden State Warriors won back-to-back championships and they were on repeat. I mean, that's the thing. They could have won a 3 P if it wasn't for KD injuring his leg. That's how close this team was from being a 3 P. It's all on Steph Curry to deliver in this NBA Finals. Yes, his stats are not great, or not Steph Curry numbers. They're all right, but this is all on Steph to... We already know you're you're on the you're on the brink of top ten right there, maybe inside the top ten to some. You get this other win, and it was because of you. Without a KD, man, you just etched your name into one of the top eight or seven players of all time, possibly. I I don't want to go too crazy because I know that's a touchy subject, but realistically, I know who needs to win more. To me, it's Boston. But if I had to pick a player, Ted, I think it's the obvious. It's it's Steph Curry. Uh, uh, so this game has – I mean, we can break this down and go through X factors and teams. And like, I mean, here's the thing. You are right on the Curry note. And I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to play – I know I'm playing Cecil and I'm all over the place. But going, Curry's legacy winning this would now cement him, would prove all the naysayers of how, what his greatness is yeah. and what he represents. But here's the other thing. Let's talk about the legacy of another young player for a second. Jason Tatum. He now becomes one of those players now. You know, we always talk about we Trevor, we I talk about already, this. I already think we, I know, but we listen, we talk about this as there's stars and then there's superstars, right? Mm-hmm. I think Jason Tatum is a star. He listen, he's not a superstar yet because you lost you lost you know you lost no he hasn't lost, won anything. Paul George is a star. Sir, there's a lot of stars in the league. You're not he's a, a superstar. Super, he's, he's a, super, he's I a need, superstar. I need. So is hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. So Luca's not a superstar, correct? Ah, I got you stumped now. Yeah, well, you here, can't be here, saying, you can, no, 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 no. You can't be telling me right now that Jason Tatum's not a superstar, and then you mean to tell me that Luka Doncic is a superstar? But here's the thing: he's on the brink, Trev. No, he's okay. not. He's already, he already he, is a superstar. If he takes out Kevin Durant, he takes out Giannis, he takes out Jimmy Butler, and then he takes out that. What other what other team and player or type of team can do have a run like this in recent memory? Maybe LeBron James. I mean, what a run this I, is. I would also say other guys. Hold on. Ted, this was an Eastern Conference that kind of like the AFC in the football version. We didn't know what the, to, listen, if Luka was on the Celtics team, they couldn't make this run? No. He, first of all, he doesn't, he doesn't because here's the thing. Because he don't play defense. He does, no, he it's not defense. that. He doesn't fit their identity. It's just no, not a fit. No, he's, a better fit. he's a better fit in Dallas, whereas Tatum, I mean, he could play anywhere. He's in, he's one of the best all-around players. Well, he needs to show up. He needs to play. Of much, course. He needs to of play course. like he did against the Bucs because he, that, played much, that's he was much thing. more of a superstar against the Bucs than he was against Miami. That's also the thing. And Richard, Sever- Richard Jefferson said it best. A superstar is a guy that when your team needs you the most, you deliver. Jason Tatum delivered against the Brooklyn Nets. Jason Tatum delivered against Jalen Brown. 
Jason Tatum delivered against the Milwaukee Bucks and went toe-to-toe with the best player in the world. And yes, he had games, bad games against the, the Miami Heat. Had some, so did Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's one of the most inconsistent players at times in this league. Jason Tatum delivered when his team needed him the most. That's what a superstar is. And he's already one of the best offensive players in this game. His defensive game is only improving each and every year. This kid is a star. This kid is a superstar. He's a stud. And for goodness sake, the LA Lakers passed up on him to draft Lonzo Ball. It, it, it haunts me to this day that Jason Tatum is wearing green instead of purple because of good old Magic Johnson listening to all the hype. I'll tell you, I'm just disappointed in myself. I'll just do a little quick recap. How have I not talked about Andrew Wiggins, the number one pick? Yeah. That's why when I look at this Golden State team, and I wrote to you like, Ted, I need your prediction. Like, we're going to post it. Like, So here's the thing. My heart tells me I want to take the Celtics, right? Well, we're I want to take predictions. Yeah, we'll wait for that. I know. I'm just saying. My heart says I want to take the Celtics, right? But my gut says you take. I want to take Golden State. Because I look at Golden State, I'm like, there's Curry. There's Clay. There's Jordan Poole. There's Andrew Wiggins. There's Draymond Green. There's, I mean, the, the abundance of Talent. personnel that they can just continue, like in waves, that yeah. they can just throw at you. I just wonder if, if their talent can outweigh Boston's grit. That's that's more of my question. Can the grit of Celt- the Celtics with the inexperience overcome the experience and the superstardom of the Golden State Warriors? Because I, here's the thing. I think both teams wash each other on home field advantage. And I know I said home field. I think those are the two, some of the two, probably two of the best places to play in all the NBA. The Garden, the DD Garden. Yeah, you Boston. got you got passionate fans and, as you and can. I don't think there's anything like Chase like Center. Yeah. New, the, new, the new Oracle State uh, Arena. Chase Center. Oracle, Chase Center. But that's what Chase Center is not the Oracle. No. Whatever. Still it should is. be the Oracle. Uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. But the, like you said, Ted, these are two teams that, and I'm going to be, I, I kind of put out, I'm posting an article with it, how this Eastern Conference and this Boston Celtics teams kind of reminisced to me of those Golden State Warriors. Those once Golden State young warriors where not a lot of people had faith in them and they've turned into a, a dynasty, their version of a dynasty. To me, to come back to this question, the Boston Celtics need to win this more just because you may not ever get another opportunity of this. And we always relate back to how great LeBron James is and getting to the NBA finals for that many years consecutively to see that people struggle to just get to one and never get back. It just shows his true greatness. But if I had to say who needs to win more, it comes down to honestly, it comes to Steph Curry, the one player that needs it the most out of anybody in this court. Let's go to Ted. You were just talking about names. There's a lot of difference makers in this series. Does it, I mean, you could pick whoever you want. It could be Clay. It could be it could be Draymond. It could be Wiggins. It could be Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Robert Williams. It could be anybody. But to you, who would be your biggest difference maker going into this series? Well, there's two of them. So I'm gonna do it for each team. I'll make it real quick, one and one. Andrew Wiggins. Make it quick. Just give me and, Andrew, Andrew Wiggins would be my difference maker for. Golden State, because I look at his versatility, his ability to defend multiple. I look at him the same way I look at Jalen Brown and Tatum. Guys, long, lanky, can defend multiple positions. Both teams love to switch off. So how does Andrew Wiggins defend Jason Tatum? Because I think that's going to be the matchup defensively 
Clay maybe on on uh, Jalen. You know, Marcus Smart will be on. I, I don't know what the matchup's going to be, but see, here's the thing: is what makes the Celtics so relentless is they can switch one through five. And if you watch the Western Conference Finals, every time Dallas had the ball, Dallas tried to put uh, Stephen Curry in the pick and roll and try to use that as a mismatch defensively. But the Golden State Warriors are really good at team defense, are really good at switching, really good at coordinating when they double down to help out on Curry. So I feel like the Celtics, that's what we're going to try to do, put Curry in the mismatches and use him. So how does Andrew Wiggins really – if he can take Tatum one-on-one or at least – hold him down a little bit. I think that's going to – for me, it's the Williams guys for Boston. It's either Robert Williams or Grant Williams. I think what the Celtics like to do is they like to play physical, hard-nosed, and then they like to funnel everything inside. So when you do beat you off the dribble, Robert Williams is there to block the shot. I yeah. think he's going to have a significant role. But what does Golden State really do well that we've noticed in the last six to eight years? They take your big man and they wipe him out of the game. He goes. He's no factor because they go small. So what does that mean? That means Grant Williams for the Celtics has to play a much more vital role. He's going to be the guy on high sc- high screen rolls, pick and rolls, switching on and off, helping out. He might. Yeah, be but the Celtics have athletic bigs that they can do. That. Well, Robert Williams is an athletic but, big. Al Horford, but, no, but, even though he's old. Grant Williams will probably be the guy that comes in off the bench that will have much more of a vital role. Not because he's quicker, more athletic than Robert Williams, he's going to be the guy that might be guarding Curry, plus his ability to shoot the three. Shooting over 40% from the three this season, he's a he's a huge component to what the Boston Celtics like to do offensively and defensively. And we saw that. What was it, game seven in, the, in Milwaukee? What do you have, like six, seven threes, nine threes? I mean, yeah, he, he was, was phenomenal. He was eight threes in game was, seven. He was, a, he was a difference maker. Didn't play as well offensively against Miami in this series, but if he can play like he did against Milwaukee, similar to how Tatum played offensively, I think the Celtics have a good chance of winning this series. Me personally, I, I only have one guy. Well, it isn't me personally. What you thinking over there, Holmes? Uh, <laughs> it's only one guy, and it's the guy that's going to be going against, to some, proclaimed the best player in this entire series. Now, some may say Tatum is, but – to many around the NBA world, Steph Curry is the best player in this finals. There's going to be a guy that just won the defensive player of the year. It's an easy one for me. It's Marcus Smart. And Steph Curry does not like to play Marcus Smart. 45 minutes on the floor this year. He was 7 of 21, 5 of 15 from 3, 10 turnovers for a minus 15 rating. Not good, net rating. So he's also when directly guards him. Curry finished 2 for 8 from the field, 1 assist and 5 turnovers. I'm just going to give you a bunch of notes right now. Since 2017-2018, Marcus Smart has guarded Curry for 145 possessions over 27 minutes, holding super the superstar to 30 points, 11 of 30 shooting, 6 of 20 from three, three assists, and seven turnovers. Also a little tidbit, Celtics have the best record against the Golden State Warriors since the Steve Kerr era officially began, 9-7. and seven. And then Curry has a career worse, 29% from the floor when Marcus Smart is the closest defender. Marcus Smart is the ultimate game changer for the Boston Celtics. When he's on the floor, he's a guy that could give you 15 to 20 points a game. He can shoot the ball, and you know what he brings for his defensive presence and his leadership as well. Steph Curry does like, but by just what I read with the stats, thank you, Yahoo, as well with those facts. He's the Draymond Green of the team. And that's what I'm trying to say. He's the quarterback. Yes. Steph hates or dislikes, has to. It just must not be fun 
just like many of these teams that have well, played similar these Boston to when LeBron didn't like to go against Draymond. Draymond was that kryptonite or, or, for LeBron. Or uh, Kawhi. LeBron oh, did not like going against Kawhi, Kawhi at all. And and it speaks for itself. So to me, this is easy. Marcus Smart versus Steph Curry is this it, it's going to how how this series is going to be played out. And I think Robert Williams is a close second as well because if he could stay healthy, his presence in the interior middle of the of the floor, his Length. I saw a block. The other. I. I don't know if I was there. I don't think I was there. No, it was game saw, six at home. Okay. Yeah. 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 That Hector block. That rebound, and he came back and he blocked the shot. And again. he was. He was close to the paint, and the man took like two or three steps and just went like this and put the ball into the stands. That man, when he's on the court, I mean, I know he's not offensively. He's there. Use him for some quick buckets. But we know that Robert Williams, when he's there, and like Al Horford. Those guys defensively have made it become nightmares for these teams down low in the in, in the post. So Robert Williams to me is a close second, but obviously it's Marcus Smart against Steph Curry because all we've been talking about is Steph Curry, the greatness of Steph Curry. Can he finally get it done without a KD? But Marcus Smart is his kryptonite. He has not delivered against Marcus Smart, and he's going to have to go for a go against him. For the next six or seven, who knows how long this series is going to go. He's going to have to go against this man as maybe the primary defender. But also, why the Celtics are so great is because they just switch. They switch left and right. Great help defense. They're always there. And we know how this Warriors team loves to spread the ball, space the ball out real quickly, pass it, bam, 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 shoot the ball. This Celtics team, as they've done to the Brooklyn Nets, the Milwaukee Bucks, and the Miami Heat, they wear and tear on you. And I think this is the, I mean, to me, it leads by the defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart. So that's my biggest difference maker in this series. So I think it's ultimately, we have to come down to it. Who do we have? Ted, I'll let you go first. I don't know if you made your decision. I put it up. I hope it's right. But if not, you can correct me. You can change it if you want. But here's what Ted has. I don't know if you're if yeah. this is what you want, but yeah, give me your explanation it, as to why you have ultimately chose the Golden State Warriors to win again for the fourth time with the Steph know, Curry man. and I the just, big three I, era. I mean, if I really got to split hairs, it's the home court advantage. They'll have game seven at home. The Warriors are a different team at home. You know I mean? I could see this being like the hockey series. We just watched the Rangers, except the away team, home teams just win their game. I mean, these teams are so similar. They're really not that different. They're really not that different. Maybe they're a little bit more physical in Boston. Maybe – Golden State has more offensive firepower, but they're still one and two defensively this season. Clay is a shutdown defender. Andrew Wiggins is a really good defender. Draymond Green, one of the best defenders. I mean, Kevin Looney has had a significant role in Golden State. Yeah. He's another great defender who could switch, similar to like what you were talking about with Grant Williams and Robert Williams. You know, your liabilities is Jordan Poole and Curry, but listen, they still play good. They still and they make up for it on the offensive side of the ball. And then you look at the Celtics. I mean, Warriors have the experience. Celtics don't have the I mean, listen, I just think the Warriors find a way to win in seven. I I, I don't I would I would have no Yo, problem. Say, say, say with some confidence. You very you seem very indecisive. Say with confidence. I am. I am. No, you're, you're, you are certainly not saying with confidence. I'm not saying with confidence because I don't have a confident pick on this. I told you. My gut tells me this. 
tells me that Golden State Warriors, because I think they're the better team right now. They're the healthier team. They have more firepower. This is a team. The Celtics haven't faced an offense like this all, all playoffs. Okay. Milwaukee didn't have Middleton. I think if I told you this, if Middleton was healthy, I think the Bucs beat Celtics. The Celtics were not having this conversation. I think if Miami had a healthy Kyle Lowry, if Tyler Hero, the six Hey, injuries play a part. Don't make the excuse for injuries, bro. I'm not the Celtics had to do, the Celtics had to do it. I'm not making too. an excuse. I'm just saying the facts. Okay. The Celtics took took advantage of a. What the, you all right? <laughs> did you see a ghost? I was listening to something. Didn't all right. Some oh. noises out there did sound too right. Oh um, boy. Well, like I said, if Milwaukee was healthy, I told you, I think Milwaukee would have been Celtics. The Celtics would have never been here. And I think you would have had Milwaukee versus, uh, excuse me, Golden State. But they didn't have Chris Middleton. And the Celtics took advantage. They were down 3-2, and they won game six, and they won game seven. And then what happened in this year? They were down again against Miami, and they came back to find a way to win, and they beat Miami. But Miami was not healthy. But who cares? They found a way to win. I just think that this team, the Golden State, I think they they look at this as like they have they they're the they're the underdog because I feel like they feel disrespected. I don't think Golden State and Curry and Draymond going going were the favorite. I don't because what? the the talk on the thing is what is Curry's legacy does and was the only reason Golden State good because of Kevin Durant. Matt, here's what I look at this. I always say, what's the bigger storyline? Celtics win. Or Golden State fails to win. I think if Golden State, play, I think if Golden State play, does not win and Curry does not play good, the narrative is going to be, yeah, Curry's just not in that upper echelon of top guys. He doesn't get put in that top ten all-time greats. He doesn't get Kobe status. He doesn't get Michaels, the Birds, the Magics. You LeBron, I'll put LeBron in there. You know what I mean? He doesn't. Get you seem like you didn't want to pull LeBron in the top ten yeah. goat list. I mean, for, I, well, I'm like, come on. Here's the thing: when I say that, people don't respect LeBron. I still think LeBron is one of the five best players of all time. Just everything that he's, he's accomplished, everything he has done, but he is in here. Golden State is here against the Celtics. We'll see what happens, but I'll say I, know State, I say Golden State by a hair on my chinny chin chin. That Golden State wins a classic in seven games. All right, well, this is easy for me. I've been saying it for weeks now. The Boston Celtics are going to win the NBA oh, championship. Oh, we don't agree. No, I, was I, 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 I'm not, I, wasn't going, I wasn't going to pick the Golden State Warriors. The best team in the NBA is the Boston Celtics. They've been the best so team guess, in the state. I guess we know who's going to be right then. They've been, they yeah, right it's No. No. The Boston you Celtics. Have the I have that, was one, the that was one time. One time, the Boston You're Celtics are going everything. to the You're Boston wrong Celtics, again, Henry. The Boston Celtics are going to win the NBA championship. They're destined to do it. It's just that type of. We've seen seasons like this in the past. We've seen the Giants do it, where there's turmoil at at some point in the season, and they just find that that narrative to get them going to fuel them. And that whole little debacle in the beginning of the season where they had started off eighteen and twenty one, and people were starting to call for Tatum and Jalen Brown to be split. It's been fuel to the fire. And that's what it's been for this Boston Celtics team. They ran through the Eastern Conference. It was a tough one. It was a bloodbath for them. But this is a reason why they're still here. And they came out of that Eastern Conference too. That same Eastern Conference that it's at many times this year, we had no idea who was going to be representing the Eastern Conference. And I know me and you can agree on that. 
We did not know who was going to represent the Eastern Conference. The Boston Celtics are here for a reason. They have a coach that they that is just like this team. Dealt with adversity, never got a really a great chance to get a head coaching job. And boy, has he delivered. And I bet many teams are just punching air right now, way just wishing that they had a man Adoko. And then you look at this team, top to bottom, they got heart, they got talent, they got superstars, they got scores, they have identity they have a culture just like the golden state warriors i expect this to be a classic series ted as well but i got the boston celtics i know it's crazy because i got a kobe bryant poster right behind me so i am a laker fan but this is just look i try to be as honest as i can when i'm talking sports this is to me the best team in the nba and the boston celtics are going to be the nba champions don't know how many games it's going to be but i'm confident it's going to be the boston celtics and my boy jason tatum Add another piece of hardware as he'll win finals MVP. You didn't give me your finals MVP, by the way. Because you know what the finals MVP is? It's some guy you never think of. Andre Iguodala won it one year. Remember? You never, you never think of Andre Iguodala? I mean, not, not last, the MVP. Oh, I guess, I guess, I guess we never heard of Giannis Antetokounmpo or something. Yeah, he doesn't count. He was a super. He won a finals MVP. What are you talking about? So what's it? Oh, Andre Iguodala and what? Kevin Durant won the other two. Well, here's the thing: if Golden State's going to win, it's going to have to be Curry, right? Got to be Curry. It has to be. If he doesn't play well enough, they don't win. They're not going to win. We'll see what happens. Which, which superstar shows up bigger, Jason Tatum or Steph Curry? We'll see what happens. It all starts on Thursday. Can't it's wait. Magnificent. Series. Also, a shout out to the New York Rangers winning game seven last night and now going against the two-time defending champs, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the team that's been dominating the Eastern Conference of the NHL. We'll see how the blue shirts go. Let's go blue shirts. I can't wait to see how that series plays out. But yes, also just a big, another shout out to everybody with the brand new look, Zach LaPlante, Eden and Joseph Aguirre of Clovercrest media, the kitchen studios and my boy producer scoops, AKA cliff Malorm with the new intro song, the new look keys to the city. We are streaming on all social media platforms. So check us out at keys of the city. We are out. City Podcast.